Welcome to the Francisca Show. Today is a solo special episode I am doing in honor and in celebration of the sixth album release of Vizakini. This is Francisca, your host, and you're listening to the Francisca Show as part of JewishCoffeeHouse.com. I'd also like to encourage you to go check out some of the awesome episodes that we've put out recently. We've had two episodes on Botox and plastic surgery in the Jewish community. We had a panel on SNEAS, if you haven't checked that out. We also had a Mother's Day special where I interviewed my mother, and we did a birth control panel with the co-hosts of Intimate Judaism, Rabbi Scott Khan and Tali Rosenbaum, as well as Rebetzin Rifke Frondlich. Make sure to keep checking in because we will have a mikvah special with Carly Chadash. And I'm working on a Shadduchim two-part series with Shadchanim as well as singles. And of course, check out the show notes for all the links. I'd like to put a Kalisha disclaimer onto this episode because I will be playing clips here. Okay, so without further ado, this album, Vizakini, has been in the works for the last four years. The first album was released in 2012, a few months after I got married, and then I put out an album once a year for the next four years. So this is the sixth album. It took the longest amount of time, four times the amount of time, and that's because I self-produced it. I had to learn how to produce. My amazingly supportive husband has been encouraging me to keep writing and producing my music. And I'd like to also thank my producer, Keyboy Luke, 12 Keys Productions, who has been there with me <laughs> over the last 10 years. We've been working together, and it's been such a an incredible journey learning more about music production. What's it like in the studio? I'd like to thank my grandmother, Simi Brody, who is an artist who has been on this podcast before. By the way, feel free to check out that episode. She has painted the artwork for all my album covers, and including Vizakani. So make sure to look at it, check it out, notice all the different little details. And thank you, Bubi, so much for really partnering with me on my musical projects. Deciding how to place the songs on the album was quite a significant decision. I decided to place all my solo songs first. This way, if family members who are male who listen to my voice but do not listen to other women sing, they can just listen to the first half of the album without having to just reject the entire album because they don't want to by accident listen to women singing. So that's really how I decided to place the songs. And yes, half of this album are collaborations with other incredible, talented singers some of them you may know, and some of them not yet, and I'm so excited to introduce these singers to you. So on the album, the first song is Vizakini. I wrote that song and dedicated it to the baby that never made it to life because I miscarried at about 10 to 11 weeks, and I wanted to do something musical and create something just to honor that soul, that precious soul that never made it to be. It was a very, very traumatic and hard few months of my life that I had to deal with the loss. And doing this project really brought some meaning and healing 
to this entire story. And I decided to speak about it, to share about it, and to dedicate this music video. If you watch it online, you'll see how there is this first the news of a miscarriage because we're looking at a sonogram and then I look sad and then there is a baby later on and that baby grows up and the song just represents a mother who is praying for children. The prayer doesn't end when she's lighting candles as she does build a family. The prayer continues. Having the baby is just the first step. There are so many things we long for after the baby's born. So I did the backing track for that myself in my studio and then I got some help with the mixing and I got some live guitars. Uh, thanks to Keyboy for mixing the song for me. The next song is Vicar. That was actually the first song that I recorded as part of the sixth album, and it was fully produced by Keyboy Luke. If you go onto YouTube, one of the versions will have this little piano tidbit that starts before the actual music starts, and that's just an example of the melody that I composed first on the piano, and it was a slower melody, and then... If you hear the actual song, you'll see what this evolved into. So that slow, interesting, dun, 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 da, 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 that evolved into. I would like to thank my aunt Danielle Bloom, who suggested these words for the song. It's a Gemara and Rashi. These are the words of Esther saying, I sacrificed my life and no one's going to know about what I did. So she goes to the Chachamim and she says, please make a day for me. Make a day so everyone remembers what I did for this nation. Because the sad part about Purim is that everyone's partying and have a great time and we're all happy. But for Esther, that was the beginning of the end. She was stuck in the palace for the rest of her life. She was never able to return to Mordechai. She probably did not have a happy marriage <laughs> and a happily ever after ending. I come back with my female empowerment. I like to find psukim that bring light and not just sugarcoat the women. Women back then were complicated and strong and they were able to make difficult decisions. And it's not a new concept today that women stand up for what's right and they do what's hard. So I love to look for examples from Tanakh. I would love to do a music video one day for that song. And I hope you love the Latin twist there. <laughs> Next we have Mizmor Ladavid. I always wanted a song to this psalm because we sing it on Shalshadis every Shabbos. It just belonged. It just needed a song. I don't remember so much about the production process other than I produced it myself. 
I performed it in Atlanta for the first time two years ago. I just picture a field. I picture David Amelach with his musical instrument. Really peaceful fields and grass, mountains, valleys. And I hope it's portrayed in the sound. I really feel like I showed my mezzo-soprano here and went all out with my jazz voice. It was really fun. I did the improv piano as well. And there just are a lot of imperfections in there, but it's so raw. I just put it out there because it feels like an Avinu Malkenu to me and... There is that desperation, beauty to this kind of style of music with the words where we're asking God, our Father, to step up and forgive us. The words, again, were suggested by my aunt, Dr. Danielle Bloom. And it's all about we're one nation, one soul. We stood at Harsinai. It's just a unifying song. It's supposed to be positive and exciting. And I want to thank Raquel Rice for making a beautiful visual lyrical video for this song. I had MEJ Productions from Nigeria help me with the production on this song. which is a song that I dedicated to my first cousin, Dovi Brody, Chaim Dov Brody, who passed away about two and a half years ago. He was exactly two months younger than me. He left behind a wife and a little baby who's just four months older than my daughter. And the words here are, Hashem, when everything is horrible, we will never forget you. And those words are in Tachanun that mostly men say every single day. Sending so much love to my aunt and uncle, cousins, and everyone else who is strongly affected 
by his death. Dovi, we miss you. I want to thank Hill Kapnick from UpTap Studios for helping me produce the song. It was when I was still in the learning stages of production. Next, we transition into the collab songs. So this is Mo Demanach really fun song. I had help producing it with MEJ Productions as well. I had Dvor Schwartz sing on it, and we had help from Hill Kapnick. The lyric video was done by Raquel Arise. The portion of the video where I am filmed, I was about probably two, three months pregnant with Maya, my second daughter. And I literally threw up into that lake that day. And my videographer, Raquel, was so (laughs) disgusted and all balanced by me throwing up that we had to just call it a day. It was so hot. And my husband was out there with Ella and they were running around the lake while I was filming. So... We did not have enough footage to make a music video out of it. But after Dvora Schwartz had her video recorded by Nechama Kohn's husband, we had enough to work with. We added some lyrics that Raquel Rise added in. And it was a perfect release for Last Leg Baomer, which was the height of COVID. And anything went. So that was amazing. Great salvaged footage. Devora, it was so great working with her. She's so professional. She's so talented. And the crazy part is I didn't even see her throughout the entire process. Can you imagine doing a song and without ever stepping foot into the same room? I actually interviewed both Devorah Schwartz and Hill Kapnick on my podcast, so make sure to check out those episodes. Next, we have Hamakom, which is another sad, heart-wrenching song that I had Esther Press sing on it with me. Esther lives in Valakinwood, where I live, and she has a gorgeous voice. Esther also has a heart-wrenching personal story. She lost two of her sisters within a very short amount of time. Also, really thrilled to feature Ariela Zaitlin, the violinist from Beit Shemesh. Just listen to her play. Wow. And the song is dedicated and was written the night that Elisheva Kaplan and Israel Levin were killed in a car accident. They were engaged to be married. So that was a very tragic story. That song came out of me that night, and Esther felt like a right fit to do the song together with somebody who could carry that personal understanding of tragedy and pain and loss. We self-filmed the footage for this song on my couch, and I remember it was a couple of weeks after 
I gave birth to Maya. I was still extremely hormonal and exhausted, and it was COVID. I remember crying throughout this video process and just trying to get it right on just one take. So I really enjoyed working with Esther, her gorgeous voice. She literally took like one or two takes to get her vocals right. I have to work a little harder to get my vocals done. So it was a blast working with her, even though the song itself is the most tragic thing ever. Another aspect I'd like to mention, the high part of the song, the chorus, is kol sason v'kol simcha, which are words that we say at a wedding or at wedding celebrations. And that song represents that extreme time of tragedy and happiness because it was on Pesach, it was a time when they were engaged, and then it was a time of death and tragic loss. And the concept of two extreme feelings coexisting at the same time, which very often has to happen or does happen, and that profound experience, I think was captured in the song. The next song is If You Wanna Be. I did a big deal about this release. We did it with Rachel Sam, who I can call a friend now, who was a total stranger when we just got started. She is a lyricist, a rapper. I don't know how she pulled this off. We actually did an episode just to cover the behind the scenes of this project because it was so complicated logistically. I really loved working with her. We got Enoch Purnell to do the video to the song. Hillel Kapnick helped out with the vocals and some of the arranging of the song. I love the combination of the Perke Avos and the If You Wanna Bees together with all the references for today, like Elon Musk's Rockets. The song was a combo of old, the new, and how it's all relevant today. And the Chachamim knew it. One of my mottos for my music is new music, ancient texts. Well, this is a clear representative to ancient texts being so relevant today. The only way to be rich is if you're happy with what you have. And you don't have to be coached to know that. If you want to be that person with the guilt and if you want to be Person with a smile felt If you wanna be that person worth the while Well, if you wanna be that person with the strength then If you wanna be that person with the guilt and If you wanna be that person with the This song is my first English song that I released. It was super cool doing it. And it's the song that got me, us, all featured in Glamour magazine. Thanks, Avital Chija Goldschmidt, my sister-in-law, for doing this piece on Kalisha and how social media has changed the environment for us to share our music. It's also the first time I really worked with rap. Well, actually, it's the second time, but it's the first release I did. Still write it from future 
then the final song is Elokaina Shema. I wrote this song a couple of years ago. I had Barry Mitzman, also known as Barianna, who is the host of the Women of Valor podcast. She came on to the song and did her lyrics. I haven't met her yet in person, and we will be working, hopefully God willing, on a music video together. We will be partnering up with Amudim, an organization that fights addiction. For me, the song is also a low. I The idea of Elokaina Shema, the prayer we say every morning when we thank God for returning our soul back to our bodies, for allowing us to wake up. It reminds me of the souls that are here but are not here because they are lost, because they are lost to addiction. I will be talking about addiction more in this podcast because it's a topic that's not spoken about a lot in this community. It is a disease, but it needs more attention. And I hope to bring some more awareness by doing episodes, by doing this music video with Bariana. And I hope you are able to hear that fight and that yearning for our souls and for the connection to something more spiritual, something bigger through this prayer, through this song. This is a synopsis of the sixth album. It was so amazing working on this album. Feels like a whole lifetime. Feels like a really long and ongoing story. I really appreciate you for sticking it out. I hope this brings context and more interest to the songs and more depth and more understanding. Because I don't write the lyrics, I write the music, I do the production. For you to hear why I chose these texts and why they mean something to me is so nice for me. I have big plans, big goals, and a big mission. And I'm just taking a little break here after album number six. And I'd love to thank you so much because without an audience, I don't know if I'd be a singer. So every one of you who listens, who watches a music video, who buys an album, who sends me a beautiful message... You'd be surprised every time I get a message, I am entirely thrilled all over again. And they always come at the right time. They come at a time where I have no more patience left. They come at a time when I am super frustrated or tired or just down because being a creative, it's totally a roller coaster. Click on to listen to the entire album, to download the album, to email me for a hard copy. If you are pursuing a goal like releasing an EP or recording an album 
and you'd like help with finding producers or finding videographers, figuring out a concept, a project for a music video, or you are just looking for support with release of your music, feel free to listen to some other amazing episodes on this podcast to learn more about this industry. Feel free to reach out for support. I also want to thank Atara, the Association of Torah and Arts for Women. There are resources out there. There are grants out there. There's a support system out there. There's a sisterhood out here. And I won't tell you to go spend all your money and have nothing left to eat and put it into your music, but I'll tell you this is something worth pursuing. This is something worth doing for yourself and prioritizing. And I'm here for you. You can figure it out. We could figure it out together. And the more music we create and put out into this world, Jewish, inspiring, clean, professional music, the better the selection is going to get, the more variety there will be, and the more entertainment there's going to be available for all those who are looking for the next thing. I would love for us to have an industry where we don't need the radio to look for great music. And the industry has been changing over the last few years. There are so many more options. There are so many different genres represented. And we just need more and more of that. Friend, thank you so much for listening until the end. And if you enjoyed, please tell a friend. Leave a review. And make sure to subscribe so you get a notification the next time an episode is out. Have you been thinking of launching a podcast? Great. Let me help you launch and produce your show and take the headache away. Just click on the link in the show notes and make sure to tune in next time. See ya!